Hey everybody, Bryce Kuhn here with The Crowded Booth, and the news has just dropped that Matt Olson is headed to Atlanta, which probably signals the end of the Freddie Freeman area. We're going to talk more and more about that as we go on in today's show. Make sure to subscribe. You're officially watching The Crowded Booth. Pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The Crowded Booth is coming on. Crowded Booth with Bryce Coon. Well, hey, everybody. Bryce Coon and Ralph Leary. We're back at it once again. But, Ralph, we've got a uh, special friend in attendance sitting backstage. Let's go ahead and bring him in as the one and only Sam Beatty is joining us. Sam, there you go. There you go. you got to fix the camera. That's okay. Just scoot over. We're be- looking wrong. beautiful. Hey, listen, if you're listening on the radio, this is Sam Beatty, longtime listener, uh, longtime friend of us. And uh, I called him because we were talking about this, what we're going to talk about today. And uh, probably, and I'll say this, and Ralph, this was when Sam and I were much younger, um, probably the biggest Freddie Freeman fan that I personally know. Like, he's been, I picked Jason Hayward, he picked Freddie Freeman. We saw how that worked out back in like 06, 07, 08. So a lot of fun, or I'm sorry, even further than that. Well, I guess when they were drafted, keep going. Mm-hmm. But it, he was a Myrtle Beach Pelicans fan, Sam was, when Freddie Freeman played for the uh, high affiliate at the time for the Braves. Sam, let's, let's let you get the honors here. Initial reaction. Of what just went down, Matt Olson is traded to the Braves, which is obviously probably signaling the end of the Freddie Freeman era. Uh, heartbreak is a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I'd say first off, or really just a gut punch. Uh, you you love him as a fan in Atlanta, and it just it hurts to, to see that that's most likely gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been what 11, 11 years of him in the pros or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a good replacement. I know you've been you've been preaching Matt Olson for a long time. Um, you know when the possibilities of yeah, I saw the Rays made a you know an offer before the the uh, the lockout started and everything. And I'm I'm glad we got a good replacement for him. And you know you can always have these dream speculations of you know maybe we'll still get him. But at the end of the day, even if we don't, we have a solid solid first baseman in Matt Olson. So besides mm-hmm. heartbreak, there's a little bit of hope. It's just mm-hmm. getting past it on the fan side, and I I hope that Braves country will eventually be open to having Matt Olson at at first base. Yeah, and a hometown kid. I mean, you and I were talking oh, about yeah. beforehand. This is a kid that graduated from Parkview. Obviously, when we think Parkview, we think of Jeff Rancor. Um, even though his career at Arc didn't turn out the way I think we wanted it to, he's still lovable by all means. When you talk about Braves fans, and obviously him on the broadcast, uh, Ralph. Sam hit the nail on the head. This team is still going to be very, very good. We're going to get more into that as we get later into the show. What's your initial reaction? Matt Olson well, comes to Atlanta. Well, you know, I don't think everyone's waiting for Freddie to sign first to somewhere, no matter who, who it was, Atlanta, L.A., New York, wherever he goes, and then the Braves will make a move. But it didn't. We, we, were, uh, we were shot by the Braves making the move first and, you know, going into Olsen and you saw Alex Anthopoulos say on Twitter, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on there, and I'm sure Bryce might pull it up later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he was he was emotional. So he wanted to, you know, they, they wanted to bring Freddie back, but, you know, it was taking forever. They forced the Braves to make a move. The, the trade uh, with the, uh, the Angels heating up, they wanted to make it, you know, make, it, make it happen. So they pulled the trigger on it, and, you know, they got Matt Olsen. You know, it, it hurts as a fan, like Sam said, you know, 
watching Freddie for so long and being a fan, you get his jersey at one point, and then now you're stuck with, you know, you're, the thought of Freddie Freeman will never play for the Braves again. And the, yeah. that um, that Joe Buck quote in the World Series, that might have been Freddie's last home run as a Brave, it really sticks with you now because it's, it's probably true. So. Yeah, and so this right here, you talked about the clips. We're going to show two clips. This is reporters talking to Brian Snicker. Sam, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, Ralph and I just watched it. So for the viewers and the listeners and on the radio, kind of taking this in, this is talking to Brian Snicker as the news was breaking. So Jeff Passan broke the news. This is Brian Snicker, and this kind of just goes to show how much Freddie Freeman meant to this ball club. Braves and Oakland are in agreement to trade. That will send all-star first base and Matt Olson to the Braves. Your thoughts on that? Well, I'm – I don't have really as new for me, you know, I've been out here for right. the last two and a half hours. So, um, what's your overall thought is Matt as a player? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I really don't have, you know, you just said it. So I really don't have any right now. I mean, that would mean that Freddie is likely not coming back. Is that? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I, I knew that was a, I'll put it this way. I knew that was a possibility. He's a free agent. So, mm-hmm. you know, going into the whole, Thing. I knew that there that there was that possibility at some point in time he may not be here. And I'll tell you one thing, guys, that is uh, that's that's just tough to watch. I mean, you see a guy in Brian Snicker who says how much he meant to this franchise, and uh, whether the door is closed or not. And Sam and I were talking about this. Things could get crazy, but more often than not, this signals the the end of the Freddie Freeman era. And so we're going to talk about that. One of the initial reactions, my initial reaction is just one, like Sam said, Sam, I've been really kind of big on Matt Olson. And you know that. Ralph knows that. Ralph texted me last night. He's like, Bryce, they'd be crazy to let him go, though. And I'm like, yeah. But Matt Olson's a heck of a player. And seeing a guy like Olson be able to come in and and do what he's going to be able to do, and you look at the numbers, the numbers back it up. He is a bona fide budding superstar, especially at the first base position. Uh, when you look across the major leagues, had a guy text me, and he said, you know, we lost Freddie Freeman, but we probably just got one of the top two under 30 first basemen in baseball. Uh, between Vlad and Matt Olson, these two guys are legitimate superstars rising uh, to the occasion. And so, yes, it hurts. And, Sam, you hit the nail on the head when you said the fan base and the, and the fan aspect of it hurts. And I'll, I'll go back to you on this. It's okay to be sad, isn't it? It is. It's just like having part of your family leave. You know, I mean, he's been huge in, in Braves family. He's been huge in Braves country. I mean, we all were kind of expecting legacy to happen. Um, and it, it it hurts that it's not going to happen. I mean, we all we wanted to see another Chipper Jones type thing, you know, a, a career player from from minors on. And it's it's not happening, at least, you know, yeah. like we said, by some miracle, it still happens. But I mean, we're let's, let's look forward like it, it's it's hurting. Braves fans deal with it accordingly. You know, eat, eat a tub of ice cream if you need to. Get get it over with. Um, <laughs> let's 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 mourn and, and and keep going because we we've got a bright future in Atlanta. Our club is, is still very much on the right track. We're mm-hmm. not. I know we we talked about it earlier. Uh, having when, when Brian McCann left and I believe it was 2014, it was a, a huge gut wrench. But also our mm-hmm. our clubs projected completely different we were not spiraling still it yeah. wasn't a, a a leave for for money and leave us in melvin the upton no, jr is we're, not coming we're don't worry younger. i mean our younger guys are starting to form that leadership there's missed you there oh i said melvin upton jr is not coming 
Don't don't worry. No, no, thank, thank God. And, and you know, <laughs> I think the closest we were having up in reunion was the talks of Verlander before the lockout. So yes. glad that's. Anyways. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got to be a real baseball fan to get that one. But no, you, you hit the nail on the head, Sam, with what you were talking about. I mean, this is a franchise that is still poised. And I'll even say this. You may not want to hear it, but when you talk about long-term, Matt Olson still fits into the plans on a more long-term basis than Freddie Freeman does. It's just the fact of age. And I'm not saying that Matt Olson, he doesn't need to do anything other than to come to Atlanta and be Matt Olson. He can't try to be Freddie Freeman. Ralph talked about that the day when I when we mentioned this, Ralph. We had an episode two weeks ago that Sam had said, Hey, I really enjoyed that episode talking about, you know, kind of would Freddie Freeman leave? And Ralph, to, to play the point which we were talking about, is you said this, it's unfair to be compared to Freddie Freeman, but Matt Olson, in his own right, is still a really good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you see it all over Twitter, and people are just saying that constantly, you can't be Freddie Freeman coming here. You don't have to be. Matt Olson's mm-hmm. an Atlanta native. Uh, he's probably going to feel comfortable here. Obviously, if you saw his video on Twitter also, uh, his reaction, it's kind of kind of a delayed reaction. He's probably not really you know, animated about coming to Atlanta because he's been in Oakland his whole life uh, as, a, as, a, as a pro player. So, mm-hmm. uh, But he probably, feel, he probably feels comfortable here. His wife's from uh, Atlanta also, so it's home to him. Um, you're getting a solid, you know, all-star first baseman, uh, probably going to be hitting more home runs than Freddie has, uh, probably going to putting more runs on bases, you know, can play outfield if needed, can DH if needed, and he, he's going to be an all-around package here. You get him two years before you re-sign him again. So the Braves get a good steal out of this. You're not paying someone $30 million to be a first baseman for two to three years and to be a DH for the rest of the time. So yeah. I feel like the Braves hit this on the nail. You know, they took a, took a big leap with this, obviously, because a lot of people were shocked by it. Mm-hmm. But – it's going to be okay. I think everything is, is going to fall into place. This is still a World Series caliber team because the sheer fact that they won the World Series last year without the best player in baseball, and he's back healthy. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, dude's hitting tanks already off the off the uh, scoreboard. Scoreboard. Saying, I'm back. <laughs> and he won't be back till late May. And that dude is, you know, he said it last year, I'll be back at 1,000% better than I was. That's scary. And he's meant that 100%. He's, fully, he's ready to go. And it's, it's a scary sight for uh, the NL East. When we come back, we're going to talk about the package that Atlanta sent out there. There's a lot of overreactions to that as well. We're going to try to temper that here with a little bit of common sense when we come back. Cook's Place began serving our signature hot dogs in 1985 from a cart on Broadway. We still serve the best hot dogs and scrambled dogs in town at the corner of Moon and Miller Road and at the landings. Our friendly staff won't let you leave hungry. Come in and eat to the beat with our 50s jukebox. Cook's Place, fast service, great people, awesome food. What are you waiting for? Back here on the crowded booth. Hey, guys, I figured I'd change it up a little bit. So now we can see each other a little bit better. Sam's down there at the bottom. He's a little bit cut off, but he still looks good. Sam's got the the lettuce coming back. Sam, show the audience for the first time, first time you've been on the show. Show them what you're working with back there. Uh, it curls a lot. So it's, at, you know, without a hat, it's just a straight up Afro, which I mean, I'm not hating on. It's, it's a good look. I was born to be a BG. There we go. I, you know what? I, I like, I like it. You know what also I like? I like the package that went out to Oakland. I like nice little transition there. Listen, let's talk was, about this that because was it was clean. Yeah. I mean, you know, the package that goes out to Oakland, let's break it down. Okay, so first off, Matt Olson comes back in return. Ralph, I want to hit on what you were talking about first, and then we'll talk about what went out. 
you said the 30 million. Matt Olson's going to be paid 12 million. There's still 18 million left on the table, and that's mm-hmm. not counting whatever Atlanta had counted for, that they can still go out and get a deal done with, with some other free agents. Marcelo Zuna's back. That's a whole other episode that we're going to talk about later on in the week about Marcelo Zuna. You figure he could profile maybe in the DH role somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You could still bring back the one of Soler, Peterson, or Rosario, or maybe, you know, you kind of see. You got the sword swinging uh, Guillermo Heredia, you know, ready to go for this season. But you still have some things to do. So let's talk about the package. First off, we're going to start with the Braves' number one prospect, and it's Christian Pache, which is, you know, it's kind of unfortunate, guys, that Christian Pache, and Sam, you said this, really gets involved on Twitter and then gets traded like that day. Like, like, yeah, that's oh, and also, Jared crazy over his his gold SUV pulled up. Hey, at least you just take that to Oakland. Now we're we're only gonna have. There's only enough for one. Oh my god! So you know, like, there's only room for one. He gets to take the gold SUV out to Oakland. So there you go. There's that. That's good for him. But no, listen, Pache has really not shown the ability to hit consistently at the AAA or the major league level. Um, plus defender, yeah, like he's one of probably the best defenders you're going to see in Major League Baseball if he can continue to stay at that level. He's a very good defender. But, guys, and, and Ralph, I'll start with you, then we'll go to Sam. Losing Pache is not the end of the world. And also, we value our own team, and we're all fans of the Braves. We value our own team's prospects differently. Christian Pache was the number one prospect on the Braves, but I think there's some other guys on the list that you could sit there and say those guys are a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, uh, the big name to me, obviously, obviously Christian Pache is the biggest name for everybody to see, but Shea Langliers, man, that's that's a rough loss for the Braves, I feel like. I know that's, that's that's hard to say because he's so young and he's still, you know, in the minor leagues, but he's developed so well in, uh, in growing through uh, Mississippi and Gwinnett, and, you know, he was going to be the next catcher for the Braves for the next few years to come, and um, possibly we're hoping to see him probably this year be, uh, be behind Darno maybe and overtake Contreras in that spot, but – you know, th- this was, a, I guess, a very valuable trade piece for a- Oakland. It's who they wanted to get in there uh, to bring in the play catcher for the next for the next few years. So they they got who they wanted. It's a big loss for Atlanta, obviously. But you know, I was expecting more pitching prospects. I really was. Yeah. I was. Uh, they gave us so much pitching last year, and uh, the deadline. I was like, well, I, they might give go after Kyle Wright. It might go after someone else. But you know, they they didn't touch any of the pitchers, some uh, the big name pitchers at least, like Ian or not Ian Anderson, but uh, Kyle Wright. Uh, Tucker Davidson or Kyle Mueller, those are the three guys I was really expecting to see on trade. But, you know, losing Langoliers hurts I feel a little bit to, to me a little more because I've been really so high on him. But mm-hmm. uh, Pache, I hope he does really well there. Uh, hopefully he learns how to hit a little more. Um, not, not, I'm, I'm saying that as a, it sounds like a joke, but I really do. I hope the best for him. He's a really good player. I got to see him play in uh, in Montgomery uh, a few years ago when he was in uh, – he played for Mississippi. It was really fun to watch him play. But, you know, you hope the best for these guys. You really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pache was a guy that really didn't develop power, but he's got raw power. Sam, I know that you spent a lot of time watching guys in Gwinnett. Um, Pache is one of those guys, a fast dude out in center field that can cover a lot of ground. Uh, Lang Lears is obviously there. But it's just interesting, and I don't know how much you know about this, but Oakland has a prospect that is just about, and he's also played more at the major league level, that is essentially Shea Langlier's 2.0, and it's Sean Murphy, who's kind of their young up and rising catcher. So 
it's interesting that they're going to have two bona fide catchers, which is really what Atlanta was kind of dealing from a strength of having Contreras. And obviously they saw some things in Contreras that they liked. Uh, what do you take away? I mean, you said Langlier's is a big loss, but to get a high profile player, you got to give up high profile prospects. Looks like Atlanta said we're going to take the sure thing in Olsen and, and, and kind of deal away a, a lot of potential out of the prospect bend. Okay, so I, I think a lot of – with Langleers, there's a lot riding on him. I know is we, we loved him as pro, like watching our prospects and having a lot riding on him to be that next big catcher for the Atlanta Braves. And quite frankly, we don't need to look over – I mean, Darno is not going to be here forever, but Darno is a solid major league catcher, top tier. And then having somebody like – uh, William Contreras learn from Darno. I mean, you hope he turns out to be his brother, if not better. Um, it's it's a loss because we know the potential that Langlier's had. But at the end of the day, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, we gave we gave a lot up with Langlier's, but let let William Contreras learn a little bit more. Let him learn mm-hmm. behind a solid major league veteran in Darno, and let's let's give him a chance. Let's not let's not cut him out too yet. Let's not cut him out just yet. Pache. Okay, he didn't he didn't seem to settle in his rookie year. Um, honestly, it's it's not maybe it's a scenery change will do him well because um, you know he has potential like you talk about with his defense. But I, I think a change of scenery is going to do him well. I think having Willie Contreras maybe takes a little bit of pressure off him having Shea Langlier's gone. Um, you just you hope the future's on him, and if not, then you know you you saved a little bit of money not getting Freddie. Even possibly go look at getting a solid veteran catcher in the next couple of years. Sam, you get that solid veteran catch that you can still get. Contreras obviously has, I think, a better bat currently than what Langlier's had. Langlier's calling card was his defense. When you look at the stats, what he was able to do throwing out base runners, we talked a lot about that. But, guys, it doesn't diminish, and Ryan Cusick's another one of those guys that they get – Oakland, this is what they do. They they, they trade guys. That are a lot, they have a lot of a you know the same Tampa Bay-type mentality where they're going to trade guys when they get pricey uh, and they capitalize. I mean, a guy with two years of control, uh, and then you're going to go to a contract like this is this is the highest value they're going to get for him right now. If they wait a year, uh, you know, maybe the return's not as much. But let's talk about this too. And Sam, you and I talked about this. If Atlanta would have waited, and let's say Freddie Freeman picked the Dodgers last night, and then this trade goes down, the haul would have been more because now the leverage is in Oakland's situation. Oakland can sit there and say, "You have no other option." It's one year of Anthony Rizzo, which I love Anthony Rizzo. He's awesome. He's not Anthony Rizzo of five, six years ago. You have either have Anthony Rizzo to run it back with, or you have arguably one of the top five young first basemen in the game. And now we know, I mean, they could have commanded a guy like Tucker Davidson, uh, Muller, um, you know, any of these guys, that they could have went out and said, we're going to go we're going to request more. And now Atlanta's in a position where they've got to make the trade. They have no choice. Or, Sam, what was the guy that we were talking about? John Nagowski? Like, that was the guy who was, like, manning first base today for the Braves? Like, I mean, you know, you've got to be able to – you've got to be able to find some pieces like that. So, I think that all in all, this deal is is well done. We'll see how it progresses. When we come back, we're going to give our final thoughts – Say goodbye to Freddie Freeman and talk about why this team can still will still win a World Series. <laughs> your soap is Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell. 
titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. Back here on the crowded booth, Dr. Squatch cooks pest con- not cooks pest control. I'm so I'm so ready to hear Ben Ingram's voice. I'm already talking about cooks pest control. Cooks place hot dogs. Hey, listen, we're excited to do that as well. You're back here on the crowded booth, Bryce, Ralph, and our other guest, Sam Beatty, who might be making some more appearances later on down the line. As long as he gets that hamster to run a little bit faster for the internet connection. Sam, I don't know what you're feeding the hamster over there, but maybe a little more incentive. And it's sad because faster. as you were saying that hamster joke, it completely broke up. So I, you can't even hear the jokes I'm making. It's ridiculous. No, but listen, let's talk more about this real quick. And Sam, I want to go to you first because we might lose you during this inter- during this part. So let's go to you first while it still sounds good. Freddie Freeman's gone, most likely. What did he mean to you? But why can this team still compete for a, a World Series? It's funny, even as as you're saying it, it's like, oof, that's that's pretty much guaranteed now. And like you said, I, I'm just the biggest Freddie Freeman fan. I love what he did at first base, and I thought he was just a, a fun fun player to watch all the way around. But there's hope. There's hope. Um, struggling to find it right now. Just just thinking about it, it's it's sad seeing you know your your favorite childhood player most likely in Dodger blue, you know, if by the end of the mm. day or possibly even tomorrow, um, I mean, sure. The AL is still an option, but like I said, there, there's hope. Um, Olsen's going to be the future there, at least for the next, next two years, I would see him getting extended. And I think that should be something we should be insanely excited for. Let's see him compete. Let's see him put up Freeman numbers. Let's see him put up Matt Olson numbers. Um, and let's see him be an all-star again, and let's keep this team on track to go win more championships. I love this hat, and I want to buy more of them. I mean, <laughs> go win more World Series, and that's the whole point of it. At the end of the day, you know, we're, we're baseball fans. I'm a Freddie Freeman fan, but mostly I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and that's what I want to see is I want to see my team go compete, and I think that as much as it hurts, and it hurts, they did the best possible business decision that they could to make this team more competitive in the long run. Sam, you might have just found yourself an Instagram clip right there, and you also may be glad that you're private on Twitter because when we post this and tag you in it, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Ralph, real quick, you wrap your kind of thoughts up. Freddie Freeman no longer a brave. We are thinking right now, obviously. I mean, unless something crazy happens, this we're, I think we're going to dive more into what Matt Olson brings. This is just kind of a rapid reaction show. But, Ralph, kind of where, where are you sitting right now? It's been about two hours. Um Tell, tell me how, you, how you're feeling now. We've kind of talked through some of these things. I think I came to terms with it the day the lockout ended and the free agency opened up, and after about 24 hours, there was no deal done. I think that's when I kind of realized that Freddie was not going to come back because if if it was ready to go, it would have already happened by now, and we wouldn't even be talking about Matt Olson. But mm. um, the thing is, it never, it never happened, and we're here talking about Matt Olson being the Braves' next first baseman, and then, not having number five out there, a guy who's played basically every single game for us for the past, you know, 10, 11 years, it feels like. And it feels like he has, you know, not worried about having a first baseman because we got Freddie, you know. And, you know, after 2020 season where he went um, he went down with COVID before the season started, we all thought he was, wasn't going to make it at one point. Uh, he fought through and been won the uh, MVP for everybody and led us to the NLCS. And, you know, it was a it was a hard season, you know, for a lot of people, for him to think about because he had – a lot going on at home. If you haven't watched that thirty for thirty on Freddie, you need to because it's 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 moving honestly in some in some ways. So it's hard to see him go. Um, 
if, if it does happen like this, I mean, it's, it's hard to see any any of your favorite players leave. I know Sam's hurting for this, obviously, because he's a huge Freddie fan. But you know, you know, even when you know Chipper retired and Jason Hayward left and Brian McCann left, it was it was painful. So mm-hmm. you look back at all of the great things that's happened: the World Series, the MVPs, the um, just all the playoff runs and the great, you know, the smile he always had on his face in the games. You know, it was just, it was always fun to watch him play it for the Braves, and you know, he'll do powerful things wherever he goes. So. Yeah. I think both of you kind of summed it up in different ways and how I'll kind of wrap it up here on today's show is the aspect of Freddie Freeman, what he means. I mean, he has been the Braves. There's just no there's no doubt about it as Ralph has to kill a fly on his table or something. <laughs> I kind of hit my watch on the table. Was okay. my but Freddie Freeman's been the Braves. 2013, 2014, 2015, that was the reason that you took your kid or my dad took me or I went to the stadium. I mean, Sam Beatty and I, no joke, Went to one of the last games, last couple years, one or two years at at uh, Turner Field, because we were hyped up about getting Jace Peterson's autograph. I mean, like, but Freddie Freeman was there, and that was Freddie Freeman. Adonis Garcia. I said this two weeks ago. Who the heck was getting excited about Adonis Garcia? Although Sam thought he was the next Jose Bautista. Sam also, for the record, this is just his track record. He also thought Aaron Blair was going to be the next John Smoltz. So oh, no. it's it's okay. It's okay, Sam. Welcome to the show. We invite takes like that. But all of this to say is Freddie Freeman has Thank been. Thank you. And for, and for the record, that's going to that's gonna blow any credibility that was just laid for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> Either that or the internet that allows you to just have a delayed response well into me talking again, which is absolutely hysterical. Uh, and Sam's going to laugh in the next seven <laughs> seconds because his internet's so bad. But what's crazy is Freddie Freeman is the Braves. And when you see a guy like this, just have to be able to um, j- just not not come back. And if it indeed is going back home, you know, you wish him all the best. But Sam, what you said earlier, and that's going to have to be the clip because I think you said it better than I can. The Braves made a business decision today. And I think in the long run, it's going to set them up for more success you have we we baseball is such a recency bias sport. We forgot how good Ronald Acuna Jr. is because we hadn't seen him play in five or six months. Like we, I think that we've just forgot how good this team is. You want to lock if if this trade means saving money so I can lock up Austin Riley. I, you know what? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to be okay with that. If it means being able to extend a guy like Dansby Swanson. And there's a lot of different key pieces, and we're going to talk more about this later show, but my instant reaction from this is the Braves made a business decision today. They couldn't wait. And, you know, if the offer had been sitting there for five or six days and he hadn't responded and he's still trying to make a decision, you know, it's a business. And we would be saying the same thing in respect of a player going to make his own decision. I think you also have to say respect to Alex Anthopoulos. We talked about that clip a little bit earlier. It was obviously a tough decision, obviously a hard decision as well, but – I just think in the long run, the Braves made a decision. They're going to be fine. This is a this is a guy that can hit 35 to 40 home runs and drive in 105 to 120 runs a year. Matt Olson is going to fit in well, especially with the chop house and right. He is going to be depositing some baseballs and some souvenirs out to the fans that sit out there. But listen, I appreciate you guys. Sam, I appreciate you joining the show. We're going to get you more on and going to get you uh, more often. We just got to get you better internet up there in Athens. That's the truth. And I, I do want to say this is kind of like an ending thing is for Braves fans. Don't be upset for too long. Think about it. He, he, he stuck it out until he got us a ring. He got us a ring. He went out an absolute baller 
And now he's just going to go make more money in a different city, playing for a different team that we most likely hate. But <laughs> at the end of the day, he got us to what we've wanted since 1995. Yeah, Nobody else did that. Don't hate him too long. Raph, was that just two Instagram moments in the same show for Sam Beatty? Just powerful, man. Just powerful words. I mean, Sam, my goal by the end of this is just to make Ralph cry. I mean, you're already getting me to tears, man. Really Whether it's the internet though. connection or not. Hey, listen, we appreciate it. we got to wrap it up here. My name is Bryce Kuntz, Ralph Leary, and Sam Beatty. We're talking to the crowded booth once again. If you're listening to the radio throughout East Alabama and West Georgia, we appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and make sure to do that as well because, hey, we've got a selection show. We've also got um, kind of – we're going to go through the bracket as well, pick our teams, and also we have a bracket contest where the winner is going to be awarded a very nice prize as well. That's going to launch because March Madness is here baseball's here college baseball it's a ton of fun to be a sports fan especially in the southeast and guess what sam said it right don't be upset for too long because no matter who is there april the 7th we're still raising up that 2021 banner we're still world series champions so it's okay all right for everyone we appreciate it so long everybody this has been the crowded booth how in here and make yourself feel at home Coming on. The Crowded Booth with Bryce Coons.